take a look here at your chart. What do we have? Uh, erratic behavior. It's got some issues going on at work. Why don't you, why don't you tell me about that? Uh, when I wake up every morning, I, I can't tell if this is real anymore. Because you've got, you've got these guys saying that they've got facts. And then I look over at this other thing that looks like a human. And it says that it's got the complete opposite as facts. And I can't tell even what is, what is a fact anymore. I used to go to Merriam-Webster Dictionary to see what something is. And now, within 24 hours, they're like, nah. That, that thing that you thought it was, just forget it. Nope, it, it's not that anymore. Well, and how does that make you feel exactly? Honestly, I kind of want to blow my brains out at this point, but I'm worried that it's going to ruin the carpet and I haven't finished paying the rent yet. So I won't do that. But what are we on, like the fifth floor or something like that? Yeah. Nice view, man. Welcome to the Lunch Boys! Ba, 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 ba. Today, it is just me and Ryan. Hey! Uh, Jake, unfortunately, is doing important things. Uh, we're stuck talking to you losers, so here we go. Insult the listener, am I right? Isn't that how you get... I actually read a blog post that that's how Rogan did it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we're the same thing, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you just start off with really loud fake horn sounds and then uh call your limited audience <laughs> stupid it really ingratiates them to your cause excellent uh and like then the it. bucks start rolling in all right i like it so today we were actually having lunch you know the lunch boys yeah having pizza from papa john's shout out amazing hit and, the spot <laughs> like not even kidding <laughs> The best part of the day. Changed my life. Like, we're halfway through the day, maybe? Yeah, it's 2 o'clock on the dot, and uh, that was the peak of my day. Nothing else can make it better. Oh, man. So good. Anyway, we were talking. It feels as though people, at least in America, live in different realities right now. Mm -hmm. You've got people who are scared to death of this COVID situation, and then you've got other people that straight up say it's not even real. And we just thought that'd be interesting to dissect. What kind of people are, are these? How do they get these ideas? Are they wrong? Probably. Spoiler. <laughs> um, so let's just pick one. What do you want to start with? I mean, the easiest one is COVID. Yeah. Right? Because, uh, like, sorry, family, but all of you are, like, still freaking out about it. Uh, and, like, I've got a lot of friends and family, both, who still think it's, like, the end of the world. And that, like, if you get it, it's a death sentence. Right. And, you know, I think it was, like, episode 31 or something, maybe, mm-hmm. where we went through all of the numbers and very clearly showed maybe it's the opposite of a death sentence. Maybe uh, only if you were already dying. Right. More or less. Um, From three other illnesses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or 2.6 or whatever yeah. it was. Um, so that's, like, the easiest one. And then especially, like, the lockdown thing. But uh, what's weird, like, take Sweden, right? I was going to bring up that Time article. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Time Magazine article. Let me uh, actually, I've got it uh, in in our group chat. Um, oh yeah, we torture each other constantly. It's mainly me, if we're, <laughs> if we're being honest. It's me scrolling through Twitter and be like, "Hey guys, isn't this gonna make you mad?" <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, this is Time Magazine. It's not some like nothing Buzzfeed article or something. Right. It says uh, the Swedish COVID nineteen response is a disaster. It shouldn't be a model for the rest of the world. And then, um, like, I was at church this morning and kind of just skimming it. So I didn't get through the entire article. Uh, But, like, the first few paragraphs are basically saying, uh, if you look at the death per capita rate or per capita death rate, it's 58.4 per 100,000, which still is kind of low to me. But, you know, whatever. Um, Saying it's like the, uh, right here, Uh, according to John Hopkins University data, 12th highest in the world. Uh, And it's like, okay fair i guess but then also they're done well and also from what i understand like they're not testing like crazy yeah so the only people they're really finding are the people who have it for real right and they're actually dying and it's not just the cold like 
in America, we have uh, a case-edemic where we're just legitimately doing like 400,000 tests a day. Mm-hmm. It's like, of course, and especially like we had and talked about. I just about, love that people said Trump was dumb for pointing that out. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> of of course, if we test more, we're going to find more, especially when they're set to so sensitive, like right. we had talked about. How many that, cycles? Uh, uh, 40, 40, when it's supposed to be 18 to 20. Yeah. Um, so that's insane. And then if you go look at the amount of deaths per day that Sweden's having, zero or one a day for the last like two months or something like that. And I think it's it's so funny because initially they, what was it? Like everybody in Europe was like, oh man, they're so reckless. They're going to have just like a slaughter over there. And uh, nope, didn't happen. And then basically what they were saying, I think their government policy is like, uh, you should probably social distance yeah and you should probably take care of yourself and so forth and i think if you what is it called the the google analytics that basically will track people the mobility tracking right that it they're only maybe social distancing like nine percent more yeah than pre-covid yeah and they're fine and i just think it's hilarious that it's like you can't change the narrative like god forbid everything's actually fine yeah, and uh, even in that article, it was saying, like, you know, some people even in the top, you know, ranks of the COVID task force are saying Sweden should be a model. This is a grave mistake. And it's like, really, because they're like back to normal life. And it also said, um, let me let me grab the direct quote, because I think it's just ridiculous. Um, it says, countries that locked down early and or used extensive testing and tracing, including Denmark, Finland, Norway, South Korea, Japan, Taiwan, Vietnam, and New Zealand saved lives and limited damage to their economies really because we had a 33 percent gdp drop right and we locked down pretty hard that's not (laughs) great for the economy not to mention the goal was never to just prevent anybody from getting it it was just to prevent the hospitals from getting overwhelmed and it's a given that we're all gonna get it because that's how ah, epidemics and all that work whoa and it's like basic math like that picture people were always uh, sharing, like we got to flatten the curve, you know, instead of having this giant peak in the middle, we have to kind of spread it out. It's like, yeah, dude, the surface area under that curve, it's the same. Yeah. Exactly. That means the same amount of people are going to get it. We're just spreading it out a lot. Right. That was the whole deal. Or attempting to. Yeah. That way. Uh, and it's like, okay, well, now we're on day 250, uh, 15 days to flatten the curve. And if you bring any of this up, and like, even like we said last episode, uh world world health organization on our side on the lockdowns now saying it's a it's a bad idea yeah and if you bring this up with your i don't want to like be a shapiro owns type but like if you bring that up with your average liberal they'll just completely shut you out which it is really interesting that it falls on party lines for whatever reason and it's the complete opposite by the way uh in israel for example they've got Mm -hmm. a right-wing government and everyone's against them too so now the left-leaning people are against the lockdowns in israel it's really weird why does it all have to be along political lines i think that's kind of strange also like in the netherlands they're straight up suing the government so it's not like europe is this one monolithic homogenous group that Mm -hmm. everyone's a collectivist right yeah and so but for whatever reason our mainstream media especially wants to paint with these broad strokes like oh yeah see look at the europeans they're all in on it together yeah right Uh, actually not at all yeah uh yeah and like at the risk of sounding skeptical do it do it do it do it i love it i'm already invested i like it yeah it is it is so easy for people who just watch the afternoon news for an hour to just be like oh and here's what's going on the entirety of europe is set michael malice calls them midwits people who are smart enough to function well and like you know smarter than average but that goes to their head pretty quick (laughs) (laughs) um and i feel like we're being run by midwits of like oh i passed law school barely and then uh i got elected because i promised the most free stuff Mm -hmm. yeah what do you freaking do and i feel like that's just permeated because uh the the elites we have are so unimpressive Oh gosh, uh, it's actually it's really disappointing to not yeah. be elite because it's like wow I can't even get to that. Cool. <laughs> what does that say about me? <laughs> I mean, 
Solid. I think we should just run for office and promise a bunch of free stuff. That's what AOC did. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Let's just move to you know some sub uh, or a district in New York or something. Promise the world, and then start yelling about capitalism. Uh, oh, speaking of places where there's two realities, uh, economic systems. Mm, yes. Uh, by a lot. I, I think I told you the other day. Um, Nothing gets me to check out of a conversation faster than when economics gets brought up and somebody's like, that sounds like trickle down economics. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay, we can boil it down to the entire free market literature to trickle down if that's what you want to do. But uh, <laughs> like, nothing gets me to just be like, ah, this isn't going to be a productive conversation. Which is like, that's fun. So different realities again, right? So let's let's say... Like conservatives think that socialism is the real plague and they're yeah. gonna swallow the earth. And Whereas progressives and I guess left leaning people in general think, oh, but like that's just being fair. That's just that's yeah. the, the the fairness doctrine, right? And it's crazy that they might literally look at the exact same thing, completely different, I guess, perceptions, and they mm-hmm. can't even see that there might be a middle ground if you want it to be a pleb, right? And just yeah. kind of live in this ecosystem where it's actually doesn't make all that much sense, but at mm-hmm. least like a majority of the people are somewhat zombied out and happy. Right. Yeah. And they can't even see that. Yeah. It has to be like one or the other for whatever reason. I mean, and I'll be honest, I'm kind of on the side of socialism as a plague. Uh, uh, but 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm totally on that boat, but I try to be objective about it. And for whatever reason, it does appear like the, the socialist side just ignores all of the history. Like that just never happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, like my, <laughs> this is my favorite. So, I mean, I love saying that like socialism has probably killed the most people out of all out of any, uh, ideology, yeah. ideology, political systems, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, Oh yeah, well, what about the crusades? And it's like, what about them? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing is uh when people will say oh yeah in capitalism if we look at the uh rate of starvation it's like name a modern capitalist country where starvation is rampant right i'll wait yeah yeah because uh if anything the modern capitalist countries are propping up the more not capitalist Basically. countries through tr- charities and foreign aid and stuff like that um and the foreign aid is really just uh what's uh ron paul has a a quote it's something like uh foreign aid is just giving uh poor people's money to governments to then give to the governments of poor people mm-hmm. and it's like yeah <laughs> pretty much <laughs> kind of and it's it's so weird because like how could you even imagine that taking something from somebody else to give to somebody else will now somehow spark some sort of a great growth in civilization uh yeah if anything it's like the brakes you're pumping the brakes and yeah. capitalism, if everybody oh, pay your fair share, if that if you took that applied that same mentality to you know go to school, be smart, and make something, mm-hmm. oh wow, all of a sudden your share is your stuff, and leave it alone. Yeah, more or less. And uh, another thing that I get into a lot, I try not to bring politics up, but everybody thinks they're a professional political oh, commentator now, and like here I am talking on an amateur <laughs> podcast, so clearly I'm. <laughs> guilty to some degree (laughs) but like people who uh uh what's the uh haven't read a lot stupid i mean (laughs) that's what was in my heart i think i was Um, just reading your face (laughs) (laughs) but like people who uh get their news off of maybe the view or instagram (laughs) those types of people will uh you know point at things and be like this is just capitalism gone awry and it's like we live in the most regulated, right? Biggest government. We just spent nine trillion dollars on quote stimulus, right. and you're going to call this a laissez-faire paradise? It's as like, if no. that money just came out of thin air. So, as an example, Nancy Pelosi not wanting to sign the most recent was it 1.8 trillion? Yeah, budget? she was like, we can't do 1.8. It has to be 2.2. I think the number was right. So, oh, not even enough. And it's just so funny to me that people are like, man, I just, why are they holding some, people need this. It's like, well, first of all, you understand that these people that you're begging money from are the reason you can't go to work. So cool. Also, do you have any idea how much money that is? And you're essentially stealing it from the future. 
So the, the taxpayer of tomorrow is the one that you're actually stealing from yeah. in order to do this. And you are ruining. Which is either you or your kids. An older you or your kids. And, and by <laughs> the way, like we're never paying this debt off. No. Literally never. And that is, that's actually this exact same situation like coming out of 2008. Mm-hmm. And by the way, what was the bailout then? It was in the hundreds of billions, I think. Yeah. Uh, still a lot. But now we eclipse that noise so hard. Dude, reading, um, I'm, I'm rereading uh, Henry Hazlitt's Man vs. the Welfare State right now. And it got released, I think it was in 68. And like saying he's like, and this extraordinary government debt of $7 million. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> it's like, man, the dollar is not worth anything oh. anymore. Oh, man, it's, uh, it's like, so bad. He'll talk about people's yearly salaries and be like, and if you're killing it, you might have like 10 grand a year. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, that's the poverty line. That's under right? the poverty line. That's insane. And uh, in Ron Paul's book, End the Fed, uh, they have a graph of um, the dollar's purchasing power since 1913 when the Fed got uh, took created, over took over the world, <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> birthed into existence out of Satan's butthole. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it's just, like, if the dollar was a stock, you wouldn't buy it. It's oh. just been on the decline. And that's what's funny. The I, I guess you could say the Federal Reserve does this. They're able to buy, like, U.S. debt in order to balance all this out uh rigging the system yeah yeah it's kind of the same deal with especially in the last probably 10 years when companies keep buying their own stock Mm -hmm. to prop up the price yeah to prevent it from plummeting okay that should tell you enough about what this situation is not to mention all these companies are prepping for something which i think is interesting it's gonna hit us like a bunch of bricks yeah um but but back on the uh real fast uh, another thing a lot of people bring up and jake even shared a meme of it a little bit ago um people legitimately think we live in unfettered capitalism like <sighs> you know the meme i'm talking about it had like on the left it was a uh, you know democratic socialism and i think it was sweden and then it went through like you know minimum wage is 15 an hour like you know free uh college education and kind of just went down the thing and then on the right it was a uh, America unfettered capitalism, and then just listed all these terrible things, and it's like, okay, but like, and I said it in the chat, it's like the mere existence of a minimum wage means it's not unfettered capitalism, right. but like by its definition, it's a price control for labor. Unions, U- unions, yeah. So, uh, which I mean, the, the maybe un- you're just a hundred percent wrong. <laughs> it's silly. I mean, it clearly just. They're painting with such broad strokes that it, it grays out all the lines. What it is, it's the exact mirror. It's like when conservatives say everything the government does is socialism. It, it's like that on the opposite end, saying right. everything a corporation does is capitalism. It's yeah. like, okay, well, if you look at the drug companies, they can only charge X, Y, and Z because the FDA is like blocking it and regulating and, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's the same level of just uninformed, uh, obtuse thinking, midwit stuff and like here's the dilemma too we used to be able to rely on definitions of these things and now miriam webster is just all willy-nilly gonna change yeah. the definition of words now <laughs> apparently uh, apparently socialism is now defined as a uh, fair and effective because <laughs> <laughs> um, it had like the socialism used to mean something very specific right you know national ownership or i guess public ownership of the means of productions and now it's just wealth redistribution right which is very different Mm-hmm. And like I think it's kind of productive to have that distinction because the, like national ownership of means of production is close enough to communism that I'd rather just call it one thing. Well, right? granted, well national—that's more of a, a fascist approach. Or I, let me go back to the public uh, ownership right. of goods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like they're close enough to the same word where I would like to have two separate words for it. Sure. So if we, like I'm fine with where it's ended up, but conservatives have to get with the program saying like, you know, just cause uh, a government does something doesn't necessarily make it socialist. Or if we want to make it this new, any wealth, wealth redistribution is, then uh, let's fight against the income tax, but you're not breaking right? it up yeah, at exactly. all. Yeah. These definitions are crucial. Uh, mm-hmm. Stats in general, I think, are very useful. So, like, another point where different realities exist, I guess you could say, 
police brutality. Yeah. Uh, you when you listen to the news sometimes, specifically mainstream news, you would be under the impression that they are outright just murdering unarmed black people every day hunting for sport yeah yeah which it just uh, according to the numbers that's not exactly the case yeah the washington post has a uh, a police shooting database where you can filter by you know year age gender race like armed or unarmed fleeing from the scene you know all these different parameters and specifically on the unarmed black and just for like the record me personally not a fan of the police necessarily i think uh they do a lot of bad Henry, uh, uh, I would agree. Uh, they are they strong arm you to follow in line with the government, so that's fun. It, like the war on drugs alone makes me just like uh, furious. It's like the IRS's <laughs> security guard, basically. That's what it feels yeah. like. Yeah, more or less. And uh, yeah, if you if you look it up, like we said, the the media narrative for shooting unarmed black men. I think the uh, the number in twenty eighteen is the last one I can remember. I think mm-hmm. it was fourteen, and I think twenty nineteen was nine. And I forget which politician. But if, if you it was. if you uh, Google Washington Post police shooting database, you'll find the thing, and you can make sure. But they're like less than twenty by a lot. Right. But when you listen to even like the presidential debates. Or I forget if Biden said this or if Harris said this or somebody else from that camp where essentially like black people are scared to go out because the mm-hmm. cops are going to kill them. It's like, I mean, they might be scared of it because you keep saying it like that, but yeah. the numbers don't indicate yeah. that. Right. Yeah. And again, not a fan of the police. Right. And I but it's know. like it, the worst part is that like you'll get realistic. called racist for bringing that up, which I just think is interesting. I mean, like. We've said enough on this show oh, with, yeah, with yeah. such a loose definition of racist that kind of yeah. floats around sometimes. We're like racist Nazis already, so I'm just going to lean into it. Nazis, uh, xenophobic, homophobic, all the phobics. Yeah. Somehow, Arachnophobic. Somehow a uh, semi-open borders <laughs> libertarian is right. xenophobic uh, <laughs> somehow, but like here I am. <laughs> oh. And like crime stats are crazy. Oh, right now. Speaking of uh, crime stats to just like kind of pivot onto another thing. Uh, in the Joe Biden town hall, when that lady was talking about her eight-year-old transgender oh, daughter. Oh, gosh. Um, and, you know, Biden said something. And like Spike Cohen, the uh, Libertarian Party's vice president, uh, is guilty of it too. He, he put out a Facebook post saying like, we're witnessing a transgender genocide. Uh, I think were his exact words. And Biden said something along the lines of like, and, you know, uh, transgender women of color are getting murdered. I think we're up to 15. And then the woman points higher and he's like, higher than 15. And it's like, (laughs) dude, 15? Like, okay, are we having like a a bus death problem? Because like, I'm sure there's more than 15 bus accident deaths or something. 15 is such a low number. And then in the group chat again, I just harassed these guys not to mention the group like, chat i did the math death rate is only or a murder rate rather for specifically minority transgender women of color based off of estimates only about twice as high which by the way like you know that's sad you know deaths are no good yeah uh, however the amount of people that transition and then later regret it and then commit suicide i'm fairly certain is higher than that so yeah, it's just it's, interesting that we're not even balancing these issues, not to mention an eight-year-old isn't able to make any decisions by themselves. Yeah, and that's on that stat, particularly if you wanted to get like real kind of in, in the weeds and maybe, maybe racy, uh, if you wanted to extrapolate crime data out, you know, minorities disproportionately commit more crimes you know and you could easily argue it's because of the situation they've been put in and i would argue it's because of the government that's put them in those situations but more black people are murdered than white people so yes that you're talking about like same same race murders or i'm just saying like murders in general period Mm. like they're murdered they're murdered more at a higher rate so of course in the trans community of color in those minorities uh, or those minority groups that would follow Hmm. and of course different realities i guess because the, yeah. they, they definitely made it seem as though this is like we're on the precipice 
of all these mass casualties. It's going to be worse than COVID where all these mm-hmm. eight-year-olds become transgendered. Like, come on, man. I'm, gonna, come, come I'm on, quoting man. Cody Biden. <laughs> come on, man. Oh, it, that little exchange that he had um, was insane. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's, we're in Looney Town for sure. Um, and then we can even like different reality. Bring it back to the cuties thing. <laughs> we're, cutie. we're like half uh or i guess that one was pretty you mean it, just like the perception of what what are we actually arguing about it, it wasn't as split as some of the uh, these other ones are talking right. about but there was definitely a split where it's like the right wing was like this is the worst thing that's ever happened and then like you know right wing through center left was like yeah this is awful but then you started getting into like the real left camp and they were like it's art man but like, and who would have thought the truth was somewhere in the middle? Yeah. Like, is it that crazy to sometimes think that maybe the person you generally don't agree with might be onto something like a little? So it's worth at Are least. Are you saying I should sympathize with the Nazi? Yeah. Sometimes they've got <laughs> nice outfits. They walk in line really nicely. I, Great music. <laughs> <laughs> Just Rammstein in the background. <laughs> Uh, is that tracking? Oh yeah, um, and uh, I think I forget who has said it, but of Definitely course, Definitely Hitler. I mean, maybe Hitler. I mean, like this one, maybe, probably, actually, absolutely. <laughs> uh, somebody said like we should talk to everybody because if we can't beat their arguments, then your argument is trash. Because that means they're yeah. right. <laughs> if you can't yeah. beat their argument, like they're it, right. If you bring on a Nazi to your show and you can't beat their argument... You're in a world of hurt. Then it's like, hey, man, uh, do more research or stop trying to represent sure your idea. there's only one of them present because... <laughs> <laughs> you're about to be in trouble. Trouble. Oh, there's a train out back. Yeah. Uh, oh, yikes. Oh. I was this close to saying it. You did it, though. Yeah, is it too soon still? It's too soon. From uh, <laughs> when was that? The forties, was it? Uh, before then, a smidge. Um, wow. All right. Oh, was it really? Wow. My dates are like awful. Late thirties. Although, like gotcha. the pro- the persecution, I mean, starts before then. Gotcha. Um, but here's another uh, example, which I think this is a good one because it's so extreme. Mm-hmm. So do it. Yeah. <laughs> is abortion killing a baby? <laughs> or just or, removing cells <laughs> yeah like that's a pretty big it's either murder or it's women's rights yeah a harmless uh medical procedure right like that that is such a out of all the things that we've discussed so far a people definitely like you can see like hear their butts clench when you bring up abortion yeah and it's heated oh so heated yeah and also that's literally what like one side's like you're murdering the other side's like the not that mm-hmm. so on the one hand like i get it if you actually think people are getting murdered i might be stealing this from louis ck by the way but basically he made, <laughs> <laughs> that's the academia that i listen to yeah <laughs> <laughs> he makes the point that yeah if you actually think that they're killing millions of babies yeah could be a little upset on the flip mm-hmm. side, if all you're going to do is have a poster outside of a clinic, that's the extent of how <laughs> upset you are. <laughs> I mean, fair. Yeah. Uh, and like, we lean in the baby killing I mean, I, I definitely lean to the extent that as far as we understand science, oh my God. And the fact that everybody says that if you're pro-life, you're anti-science and all that, that's fun. Because as see, far as I, actually, I get, uh, I see more people say you're anti-woman than anti-science on that one, which just means they know the uh, there's science. A, there's is a on sexist joke in there somewhere, but I feel like I need to marinate on it. I'm, I'm, I'll, uh, I'll figure it out. All right, I'm sure. I, I love the. <laughs> You'll challenge. find it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's interesting is, according to science, we don't know exactly when like consciousness starts, which mm-hmm. is, I guess, when you could say life as a human yeah. begins. But the the trouble is, some psychologists even say a two year old isn't actually present mm-hmm. cognitively yeah so if you wanted to f- follow that rule that means you could kill a two-year-old and it really doesn't make a difference i mean i'm open to the debate oh sure what, what was the the modest proposal oh, how, to, how to deal with uh, impoverished people yeah it was like uh we're having a famine so let's just eat babies yeah um i think oh who wrote it what a boss it's a great point Thomas i forget Moore? 
What? Thomas More? No. No, but some like Irish somebody and I don't my computer's all the way over there nah. uh, all the way over there like three feet away <laughs> uh, I forget who wrote it but, but like just in short what I think is so interesting if even in a scientific sense we don't know are you killing someone or not killing someone wouldn't yeah. you want to err on the side of the like not murder yeah like just in case yeah just in case you're wrong yeah that's a lot of murder uh, annually yeah and if you like i just feel like it has so many negative ramifications psychological ones yeah and on the the people involved not only the people that are like doing the procedure but the woman that is having to undergo it deals yeah. with psychological trauma and somebody tried to make the point to me one time they're like like yeah they're they're struggling and they're scarred but they still think it was the right decision i mean if someone is psychologically scarred that almost sounds like denial. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I am not trying to undercut anybody that has had to go through this situation. Because that is, I mean, that is unimaginable how difficult that is. Yeah. However, talking about... <laughs> but let me quickly do that. But talking about <laughs> realities, I just like... there. Can you even think of one that's even more stark than that? Of like different realities? Um, the only uh, parallel I can think of is the gun rights thing. Because either the mo- like one of the most basic elements of human rights is uh, being able to defend yourself however you decide is necessary. Um, on the, then on the other side, you're just like a school shooter promoter who doesn't care if children die. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, it, I don't think it's... There are some similarities between those two. I don't think they're exactly the same, obviously. I mean, uh, it's interesting because uh, it does come one camp thinking you're protecting life, the other one thinking you're taking life. So it's comparable. Yeah. Um, I was actually in one of my poli sci classes uh, back when I was stupid enough to think I was going to be a political science major. <laughs> um, there was a lot of uh, current events debates. Mm-hmm. And like on the first day of class, he, uh, our professor had us go in four corners of the room for each party and like center for independence. Um, just oh, to they like, outed you a little bit on yeah. the spot. Yeah. Wow. Uh, nice. and I was the only libertarian classy classic. And then, uh, every time we would have a debate, we needed one from each party. <laughs> so you're in all the debates. <laughs> so I was just in every single one of them. Um, and back to back one day we had, uh, abortion and guns. Oh, nice. Or maybe it was like class to class or something. And I was up against the, uh, this one girl who was saying like, you know, I'm pro-gun, so obviously I just don't care if children get shot and I'm a child murderer, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then here comes the abortion debate where I'm pro-life and she's pro-choice. And I'm like, so which one of us is the child murderer now? <laughs> Yikes. Uh, she wasn't a fan of that, but also I'm not a fan of being called a child murderer. Right. So there you go. Sorry. Uh, and it like I will grant there is an interesting libertarian argument to be made on the pro-choice side. I just disagree with it. Oh, what is it? It's, um, so if you're going to make it illegal, then you are either deeming the rights of the unborn baby uh, more important than the woman's or the woman's over the unborn baby. Because if you make it illegal, you're forcing the woman to not get it removed. And some people argue that the baby is a trespasser, uh, which I would... (laughs) <laughs> argue against i mean they were let in in most in like 99.9 percent of cases yeah they were uh in some way an open invitation was made yes you know so it's like roses were presented yeah so i just like i just i disagree with it um i see where they're coming from saying that you know the rights of the mother who is like a more developed human uh bodily autonomy or whatever is more important to them but then i would just argue i agree bodily autonomy is important so don't murder right the baby uh, and like unless, uh, somebody could make if we make some like breakthrough in science where it's like oh yeah actually eight months that's where life actually begins like i could be that would be if somebody could make like the actual argument for that fine i'll change my mind but right now right i'm not gonna which like sorry <laughs> yeah the, the the fact that time supposedly makes that big of a difference and like how they necessarily even came up with these numbers because it's like literally from like reverse birth mm-hmm. it'd be like all right how about now no, yeah not now okay five minutes go but like how about now yeah you know like it's it's like even at the heartbeat thing it's like okay what about a second before the heartbeat is that all of a sudden not alive like the heartbeat and then what if you have a heart attack and your heart stops 
are you, you all now, of a sudden not a person? Yeah, and can I kill you without yeah. retribution or whatever? And the, the fact that like it's the people that want to protect the right, quote unquote, mm-hmm. to abort, they're so passionate about it that it, it it's weird to me. And I see, I try to put myself into that mental yeah. state. And I, I can't I can't figure it out. See, I I, I try to uh, steel man my political opponents. Uh, you know, the opposite of straw manning. Oh, if, yes, uh, yes. In case anyone's wondering, I I can understand in the same way when I used to be super liberal and super pro-choice and everything. Um, I uh, what got me around to the idea was, you know, put me in their shoes. They think you're literally killing a child. So let me try to understand that. Let me research their opinion. And then I obviously flip my opinion. Right. Uh, so trying to steel man them, I can see if you legitimately think this is just the government claiming total control over your body more than it already had. Right. You know, I think the income tax is a much more egregious bodily autonomy uh, violation than abortion laws. But, you know, the left can't be against the income tax because that's how they pay for all of their Ew. bat bleep crazy. Uh, right. What am I, Shapiro? Uh, <laughs> bat bleep crazy uh, programs and policies. Um, so I can see where they're coming from uh, in that I just wholly disagree with them. But then it would you'd have to make it consistent across the board. Yeah. So what about the yeah. babies? It, like if you have a baby girl, what yeah. about their womanly autonomy Right. to not be, you know, cut up and vacuumed out what actually flipped me faster than anything watching an abortion video oh no that like it, it ruined my month like yeah. it, it was the worst thing i've ever seen and that's why i'm so passionately anti that Oof. uh yeah that's a it's a it's a downer same thing with like the war thing like you forget what it looks like oh it's, that's a good one if you want to segue uh, uh i think there's just a bipartisan consensus that war is good in the health of the state though <laughs> <sighs> maybe for the health of the state but i guess like if you're an individual who's right leaning, we were sold the idea back in September 2001, 2001 yeah. that we are fighting for freedom now, mm-hmm. including like even like the for Iraq, they labeled that Operation, Operation Iraqi Freedom. Yep. Which, uh, what does that have to do with the war on terror exactly? Not to mention the false premise that they had weapons of mass destruction which that they out, knew about that was a complete lie and they knew it was a lie right pelosi said it yeah so and and that's interesting so obviously like nancy and them being the lefties mm-hmm. and them and conservatives appear to be on the same page there which is fascinating the yeah. vietnam a lot of people were protesting against that yeah and then it also like you were like a a hippie if you didn't want to go to war in vietnam yeah which we were faked into with the gulf of tonkin at, at this point, I think conservatives are much more openly like, we got to fight them over here so we, they don't, like, we don't have to fight them here or whatever. The, I think it was George Bush said that. Or Cheney, uh, I believe. Or uh, Rumsfeld. One of, them, one of the people yeah, from that administration. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's Which, actually by the way, in like, like, the first page of this book like, that's loosely, sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> loosely, that makes sense because like, you would even do that. Like a strong defense is a strong offense, although some people flip that. Yeah. <laughs> they think the opposite. Uh, and I would flip it right back right. Uh, personally exactly but um i think it's just the media covering it because uh like when you bring up what's happening in you know yemen or syria or somalia i just learned we were at we were bombing oh, yeah, we somalia were about like, that i didn't day. even I know no- that and uh trump has done a record number of airstrikes in somalia and i'm like they don't even have a government to fight right like their central government collapsed and i think it was 99 mm-hmm. i might be wrong about that and i think they have one they're trying to install like now but nobody's taking it seriously like they should because yeah. <laughs> actually their standard of living has gone drastically up since their central government fell huh. um i just think it's uh, I, I follow somalia vaguely because i think it's a super interesting thing of like hey look things got a lot better when their criminal government got out of the way although was that a coup did did america incite a coup there i forget there's just too much stuff to know <laughs> i think so like <laughs> it's just it just seems like we do that a lot uh yeah um and i wish we would kind of just and have, make have pretend. a coup against our own thing oh i mean it feels I mean, like there's a coup against the, trump yeah, that's the what deep it feels state like coup was kind of kind of there yeah 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 um but i think 
so the conservatives are super like we have to do this so it doesn't happen here and i think the left just is ignoring it because they when you bring up like oh obama did x y and z in abc countries they're just like that doesn't sound like him i'm like oh yeah 72 bombs a day yeah, he was on like, Jimmy Fallon. He doesn't do stuff like that, you know. Dude, no way our first black president would go bomb other black no. people. Uh, no, never. It just doesn't sound like it. Doesn't sound like him. He lied to us so good. <laughs> he was really good at lying. <laughs> Very smooth talker. Yeah. So uh, that actually it made me think of since we mentioned like soft coup in America, mm-hmm. uh, Russia Gate. I think is another completely yeah. different reality. Yeah. Which, by the way, objectively, false premise, uh, there was no Russian collusion, right? Yeah, look at the John Brennan notes that just came out recently. And what did they say? That Obama was informed that Hillary was going to come up with a scandal to vilify Trump, including Russian interference with the election. Exactly. And there's a lot of details in that. And I think that you got that book, right? Yeah, it's right here, actually. Uh, Spygate. Spygate, yeah. Uh, so by, I forget the guy's name. Dan Bernardino? Uh, something like that? Dan Bongino. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, I haven't started yet because I'm in the middle of like nine books. So, uh, when do you think you will start it? Uh, right now, I'll start. I'll just do an audio book real fast. Introduction. Imagine (laughs) if every night a group. (laughs) But so, like, I feel like once we all read that one, I think that would be incredible to talk about because it gets almost no press. People still think. So this is the the different realities. Lefties still think that Trump is an illegitimate president that he colluded with the Russians, right? Yeah. They wholeheartedly believe it. Uh, right-leaning people, they just deny it because they like Trump, and it looks like not that many of them actually paid attention to even mm-hmm. like the impeachment process or anything like that. Yep. So objectively, there was no collusion. Yet, how? How can we, these two sides still think like this? Besides, you know, the obvious answer that evolution is uh, it's a progress. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wish I knew way more about the Russia thing. I, like, I know the final conclusion was it was BS and just, like, not true. It, um, like, the basically, like, the Steele dossier... Dossier? Dossier was financed by Clinton, right? Right, and it wasn't, like, overtly incorrect, but it, like, missed the, the nuance that mm-hmm. there was some sort of a fbi or cia ongoing not investigation but this is some spy game stuff like they're Mm -hmm. like double agents involved and they were trying to think that one guy was doing it intentionally to collude but that turned out to just absolutely not be true yeah so that's like the the really stupid version of it yeah i'm hoping once we dig into it like it's got to be juicy oh dude i'm i'm excited i I, I read just like the summary of it and i was like this is better than stephen king yeah, like I uh I looked into um the guy who wrote it and he's like F uh, ex FBI mm-hmm. or something and I think a congressman at some point yeah um and had like two million Twitter followers I'm like all right so this guy yeah. is like he is legit like at least half legit right right and if anything sounds too stupid to be true I'll fact check it and like <laughs> I just I feel like it's not gonna happen yeah. it had like you know seven thousand five stars on Amazon or whatever mm-hmm. um. So next book club is... <laughs> oh, no, I mean, I, I'm really excited about that one. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, what, what are some other just like super apparent reality things? Uh, to me, it's a, you know, democracy. Like, is it real? Uh, oh, I mean, just, I mean, just I mean, the, the idea of... That's really is like this... theoretical, because I, I have a feeling like most people have too many other problems we're the only people on the spectrum that think about this every day (laughs) i mean yeah this is kind of like a libertarian leaning person and then versus everybody else right uh except for like you know the legitimate fascist communists who just want like one party Mm -hmm. to dominate you know but um the uh, democracy is like you know how many times have you heard this is a direct threat to our democracy you know just oh yeah, everybody's implying just, everybody's accused of treason yeah. i noticed that <laughs> and everyone's a threat to democracy all of a sudden yeah and it's like why is it just taken as a default that democracy is not to mention good if there's totally i think that there's an argument to be made and it would take a lot of time to unravel this mm-hmm. that we actually don't have a democracy it's all a sham and yeah. we're just fed. I mean, we essentially have a selection process, mm-hmm. which in and of itself means it's not a democracy. Yeah. You're, you're given, you can only pick this. Well, yeah. guess what? 
that's not democracy and, guy. and like clearly the electoral college means there's not a direct democracy so like i'm not like i'm not that dense that i don't recognize that but it's even closer to democracy than i would even like like it's just it democracy's mob rule for the party who likes to say they care about the minority literally democracy is the majority dominating the minority by its definition Mm -hmm. and i get clinton won the popular votes now it's the minority dominating the majority it was a 50 50 split like let's call it what it is assuming that those were even real there was a lot of speculation about fraudulent ballots dead people coming back to vote yeah i love though like the mainstream narrative is like oh that's such a small percentage Mm -hmm. and yet even now we're starting to see like in Minneapolis, where people are harvest ballast. I can, I've messed that up every <laughs> single time. Yes! Ballot harvesting. Every time I mess that up! Do you say harvest balloting? Yeah, or, I don't know uh, why. I don't uh, know why. There's a lot. I say a lot of uh, ballot harvesting, and I'm just like, man. <laughs> this is rough. Gosh, and it's, it's always that one. All right. It is. We'll get through this. <laughs> Speaking of which... Uh, Electoral College, I'm actually, I'm a big fan, given this so-called republic situation. You cannot let people in California tell people in Arkansas how to live. That is silly. Not to mention, I think the reason why it's so important now is because we've given way too much power to the executive branch. Mm -hmm. They're not supposed to be able to do half of the stuff that they're doing. And they just do. Executive (laughs) orders, right? And they just do it because nobody stands up to them because the spirit of 1776 is dead. dead. And we've got a whole bunch of betas who just drink too much soy <laughs> and that whole thing. Yeah. And the only reason I'm pro electoral college is that it slows down the march of like legitimate socialism. Yeah. yeah Barely, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, what is it? The electoral college has gone against the public vote only for Republicans. Yeah. Um, which I'm like just selfishly. Okay. With. Like there's no principle behind it. I would just hate to have more Democrats. Well, specifically, the, the nature of the political theater now because mm-hmm. they are super aggressive and I just want to be left alone. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of like different realities, I, this one just kind of came to mind. Literally when the election is announced, mm-hmm. one side already has declared that they won't concede and that Democrats. it's, and that it's fake. Then the right, however, also we're not going to concede because it was fake. So mm-hmm. two delusional groups because like it's got to be uh, there's got to be a process otherwise you're going to get nancy pelosi guys i don't know if you know that yeah but if they're able if they're not able to come up with a, a decision basically nancy's going to be your well at least president. nancy will uh feed us that made me so mad <laughs> can you like uh i think we talked about it last episode but um it was basically on wolf blitzer they were talking about the uh stimulus package and, you know, Wolf was being a journalist and pushing back for once. Uh, and for then, once. And then she said, you know, something like, I see these people on the street. Do you feed them? Do you feed them? We feed them. Like, talking about Congress. And it's like, oh, man. It's like, do you know where you got that money from? And I wish, I wish Wolf <laughs> had been, had, would have said, like, actually, literally, yes, we feed them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where all of that came from yeah. um so do you, can you think of any other ones before we kind of wrap this guy up um something good something juicy something juicy i mean my brain is always in um, the econ mode i've noticed oh do, do you have one i mean just like the idea of we already kind of hit on it but the idea of greed I think greed is a very helpful thing in a truly capitalist system because the only way to actually fulfill your greed is to serve other people. Maybe it's even like how you define greed because I feel like some people... If it's legitimately the... Some the, people think of greed as hoarding, which I feel like there's a there's a nuance. But even that, like uh, there's actually a book right behind me too. I've got every book in there, the world. There is a massive um, amount of books behind uh, me. Defend- I'm pretty sure that's what's propping them up right now. <laughs> uh, Defending the Undefendable uh, by Walter Block. Um, there's a one and two. I forget which one this example is in. Um, basically, the book is, or the books are going through, quote, society's degenerates and like unredeemables, the deplorables, if you will, oh. and giving the libertarian case for why it should either be allowed or that it's actually a good thing. Um, and a money hoarder. If anything, they're taking the money out of circulation, making our dollar worth more 
you know, at some level, or uh, they're uh, putting it in banks, lowering interest rates, letting people get loans for cheap. But um, if you were to find greed as the like kind of desire for wealth accumulation at the expense of other people, like through a political strong arm or something, then I don't think anybody on the planet other than those people would uh, be against that. But when people say just like, oh, wanting money, full stop, is, Which is, is funny. greedy and evil. It's like, but you want to take all my money through the government. Which makes, <laughs> that feels greedy. Really Not to does. mention <laughs> the, the culture that we live in, for whatever reason, praises celebrities. And uh, yeah. oftentimes the celebrities looked up to because they have acquired a lot of wealth, which supposedly that's a bad thing, they say. Yeah. But yet they love these people. Yeah, and there, there's a... Wap all day. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Out the front door. Gross. Uh, <laughs> get that bucket of mop. Uh, <laughs> um, I think there's a Thomas Sowell, Sowell quote. It says something like, there's nothing greedy about wanting to keep all of your own money. Right. Um, which Makes is sense. like, he is the black Milton Friedman. Like, he, <laughs> he is so accessible to people who don't know anything about economics at all. He's got a book, uh, Basic Economics by uh, Thomas Sowell, obviously. It's like 1,400 pages uh, on the phone or something. So it's like a dense book, but it's solid. Mm. I dig it. Um, it's it's deeper than economics in one lesson, but not quite as technical as maybe like a man economy and state. Uh. Uh, it's, it's a nice kind of in-between. I dig it. The, there was one more that came to mind just now. Do it. Is America racist or it's not? Oh, I mean, I would say it's as racist as every other country's ever been. But like, <laughs> I think in the political climate right now, one side is saying it's the most racist and the entire system needs to be rebuilt from the ground up, mm-hmm. including when I think Don Lemon said that uh, we need to get rid of like the electoral college. You need to stack the courts and all that kind of stuff. So basically just erase everything that has kept this country yeah. intact invalidate the government yeah basically and then the other side says there's, I mean. the other one just says there's no racism at all yeah which obviously that's not true yeah so and how is it that we can't come together and actually like discuss it for what it is i mean i again to try to s- steal man another person uh the other side's argument i get how if you're this patriotic nationalist or whatever you, you know, would hate to admit that that there are problems so you would extensive just, ones yeah so you would just fire back with as much hyperbole right it's like not only was this country not founded you know purely on racist intent there is no racism period yeah. and right. it's like hold on now yeah come on let's take a few steps back let's look at the history of the country realistically not like 1619 project but like actually let's look at what happened mm-hmm. and then also compare it to every other country cuz i don't know if you know this uh, we've mentioned it a few times. Libya today, slave trade, open air markets. Yikes! For two hundred bucks, you could have a person. Wow. Uh, so to think that we're unique in the slavery thing, yeah. it's like no, I man. Mean, humans are pretty terrible beings. Yeah, we're, we've been the worst we do for bad forever. Stuff. That's why I'm against government. Is <laughs> because there's just why people. would I let other people to control other people? Yeah. Uh, there's a Mises quote saying like if you're if you're against laissez-faire because of the fallibility of man you have to be against government for the same exact reason and it's like come on Mises it's so funny <laughs> it's so funny though like all of a sudden now all these different examples came to mind is Kyle Rittenhouse a murderer a murdering white supremacist even though there's no evidence to suggest a racist intent or, he shot three white guys and people are like he's a racist white supremacist <laughs> Um, or, the, or was it valid self-defense? Is, is Trump a white supremacist? That's a fun Did one. Did Trump uh, denounce white supremacy at Charlottesville? Did he say there was very fine people? We've brought that up a million yeah, times. Yeah. Literally watch the video. That's like a centerpiece of Biden's campaign is bringing right. that up extensively. And My it's like, favorite was at the dude. town hall that took place instead of the second presidential debate. Which was just stupid. But yeah. And he was asked, will you denounce white supremacy? And Trump had the best answer. He's just like, why are you always asking me to to uh, say talk about white supremacy? Yes, I denounce them. I refute them. What else? How about now? You want me to denounce them again? I'll denounce them again. I've been denouncing them since the 90s. And he just starts going after her. And I was like, 
well done, sir. Yeah. Uh, oh, and he got like a lot of flack uh, at the first presidential debate. He said, sure, which of course, that's such a Trump way because the moment you start to push him to do anything, he gets irritated. But technically... I mean, on this, I can't blame him at all. Technically, he did denounce white supremacy, even though I saw plenty of people left of the aisle that were like, how could he not denounce white supremacy? Stand back and stand by. Is he prepping for a civil war? It's like, kind of, because you were shooting Trump supporters. (laughs) Yeah, that that actually did happen. And what's interesting is that the Proud Boys reject white supremacy if you go on the wikipedia page and their president is a cuban black man yeah they're western chauvinists like i used to listen to gavin mcginnis before he got kind of grating and like you know like i don't agree with him on a a lot so it's kind of like (laughs) it's kind of like i just stopped listening to him i mean like he's super funny he's great on rogan you know whatever uh but it's like he has very specifically said it's a western chauvinist group they think that western ideas are the best and like sorry that just happens to be majority white but there's also black people in western civilization right. by the way who really love the ideas of western civilization and are thriving in it oh what's the name um barack obama for example uh, <laughs> <laughs> thriving yeah. in western civilization um uh, another thing oh is climate change real or is it not a total real? hoax right <laughs> uh was 9-11 an inside job or was i think it- we're all pretty together on that one actually well i mean you would be surprised <laughs> um clearly they just hate us for our freedom and not because we were bombing their women and children <laughs> for decades uh, so anyway. i give my conservative friends a stroke with that one where there's like so what would you have done with 9-11 it's like i don't know probably pull out of the middle east because they were tired of us killing them first i would have tried to figure out what kind of magic was in new york city the building seven was coming down yeah um, <laughs> the avengers need to be called and also what was that uh passport made out of because wow oh uh, by the way a, fl- uh, a flame proof uh, i've brought that up with so many people and a they'd never heard of it yeah and then they just want to disregard it which in case anybody didn't know a passport from one of the hijackers was found on the same block, mind you, where there were melted cars. Yeah. Ah, physics, thermodynamics, paper should burn if cars are melted. So anyway, I think we hit a whole bunch. That was solid. I mean, we hit, we hit a few. Oh, good. Uh, follow us on Twitter. At the Lunch Boys Pod. On Instagram as well. There you go. At the Lunch Boys Pod. Uh, Jake. Oh, we need to we for this. miss you. Yeah. Uh, um, because... Uh, who's going to tell people that we send back four stars? I think it's actually you. You just did it. <laughs> Jake's off the show. We, know <laughs> we actually don't need him anymore. Jake, uh, sorry you had to find out like this. But, uh, but yeah, if you know somebody that might want to listen to us, jib jab. Oh, it's a follow up on the four star, uh, five star review on iTunes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Helps out a lot. Uh, Henry, go. Sorry, I cut you off. I just... Oh no, no, no! This, this was this was fun though, man. I it was. It. We got pizza. I'm feeling sleepy now, I, dude. I am. <laughs> I am hanging <laughs> by a thread. We got a large pizza and split it, and it's just like kind of. It just hit like a rock. Like, <laughs> dude, you're tired. <laughs> uh, but if you know anybody who would uh, also like to rant about the world, yeah, shoot uh, us messages. Send them this uh, show. Send us messages. Yeah, tell us what you're thinking. Because uh, we've. All got time to respond, I think. Yeah. Oh, man. Voting season's coming up. I'm stoked. We're Dude, probably going to do more. My public Instagram is having a lot of fun. Oh, I've enjoyed it. I also have been viewing. Yeah, it's... uh, That one's not for actual public. Uh, or I guess my personal Instagram, more than my public Instagram. Uh, I am so excited to just get more inflammatory. Oh, and man. I only give myself this like month to like really just be annoying about it. Hey, they're both war criminals! (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I was listening to this podcast this morning while I was getting ready for church. And basically, they're discussing how, like, November 3rd Mm -hmm. or, like, let's say November 4th, when they start announcing results, like, stay at home. Yeah. Just in case. Because people are are losing their minds. Either way, it looks like. I actually trust that if... If, if Trump Bi- gets elected, Biden, 100% there's going to be riots. Yeah, but if Biden wins, like all the conservatives have to go to work. So like, <laughs> uh, I think uh, they're not professional rioters. So right. uh, I, I've seen a million tweets recently. And like, I know we just did the outro. Yeah, but we just saying, did. <laughs> uh, but uh, I've seen a million tweets saying like, 
How weird that these completely organic natural riots stopped the second they heard the Democrats in the polls. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh. Oh, because Antifa is just an idea. Antifa is just an idea. Well, so is white supremacy. Really, By its definition, white supremacy <laughs> is an idea. Uh, anyways, thanks for watching. Uh, there's a train coming, so that, that means it's That's time to stop. Yeah. Uh, thanks for watching. Oh God! At the Lunch Boys Pod, <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna make it. Bye, bye. Well, that's it for this week's edition of Lunch Boys. Join us again next week as we watch the boys take one step closer to getting canceled. Bye bye now. Stay safe out there. There's a lot of COVID. You might get it. You might not. Wear a mask or don't. Who knows? But whatever you do, have a strong opinion about it.